Welcome to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast, presented by the Hampton Inn Waco. This episode, In the Locker Room with Shane Leckler. Welcome to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast, presented by the Hampton Inn Waco. This episode, we go in the locker room with Shane Leckler. My name is Jackson Michael, author of The Game Before the Money, and also Red, White, and Columbia Blue, Chasing the Dream with the 1979 Houston Oilers. Shane Leckler is a member of the 2020-2021 Texas Sports Hall of Fame class. He played high school, college, and pro football in the great state of Texas. He's going to share stories from all three of those phases of his career, as well as his time with the NFL's Oakland Raiders. He was named to the NFL's all-decade teams of the 2000 decade and the 2010s. He was also named to the NFL 100 all-time team. He is universally regarded as one of the greatest punters in the history of the game. Leckler grew up in the small town of East Bernard, Texas, which is about an hour west of Houston via Interstate 69. He says that athletics ran deep in his family. Well, my dad was an athletic director, head football coach for 20 years. My mom coached basketball for 35 years. Both my grandparents played college football. One of them played in the NFL. Shane Leckler literally started football as a toddler. By the time he was in elementary school, everybody knew he had an extraordinary talent. I grew up kicking the football because, like I said, I mean, from the day I was one years old, I was at two-day practices with my dad. And, you know, when you're that small, you can barely walk. You sure can't pick up a football, but you can kick one. I mean, because it's just sitting there on the ground. So, you know, that's the stories I've been told is that's what I did when I was little, little. And then by the time I got into fifth and sixth grade, I knew I could punt with the guys that were punting for my dad's varsity team. I could sit there and, you know, easily punt with them. Like many youngsters growing up near Houston, Shane Leckler cheered on the Houston Oilers. My favorite team was the Oilers. I had the Love You Blue record in the house. I grew up, you know, Bum Phillips fan and Earl Campbell and all those guys, and then on the Warren Moon and the rest of that group. Leckler played high school sports at East Bernard High School. The town of East Bernard registered a population of about 1,700 people in the 2000 census and was perhaps even a little bit smaller when Leckler attended high school there a few years before that. Leckler said that playing high school football in a small town often means playing 60 minutes on Friday nights, since there aren't enough students to fill out a large roster of players. I played both ways. I never came off the field the entire game, you know, and I had multiple guys on my team that did the same thing. And that's just how it was. I think we had 20, May 20, 22 people on the football team. So there was multiple of us that played every snap of every game every Friday night. East Bernard put Leckler's talents to work early and often. He says he cracked the starting lineup as a high school freshman. He added that the team didn't do so well when he was an underclassman, but things were clicking by his senior year. I started on the varsity as a freshman at quarterback, and we got beat up quite a few times, you know, that year. And then to watch all that kind of reverse its way 
once I became a senior, you know, the teams that beat us bad, we were doing the same to them by that time, and, and just all the learning and the growth. East Bernard put together a great run in the 1994 2A Texas State football playoffs. The team won three playoff games, racking up 34 points in two separate games and 56 points in a third. Their defense also played well, giving up only seven points in one game and 12 in another as the team made the state quarterfinals before falling to Schulenburg. Several colleges hoped to add Shane Leckler's name to their roster. Leckler talked about his decision to go to Texas A&M. Well, I had a lot of offers on the table. You know, I visited Texas, visited LSU, visited A&M. I canceled my visits to Notre Dame. I know that broke my dad's heart that I did that, but I was not going to go to South Bend and play. It was too cold. So I had plenty of offers on the table, and it just came down to A&M was the best fit. I know they were coming off of a little bit of a penalty at the time, but I knew the group of guys that I was getting recruited with. I played in the high school all-star game with, I think there was nine guys on the high school all-star team that year that were going to A&M. So I got to know a lot of them and just figured that was the best fit for me. And it ended up being a really good one. And getting to play for Coach Slocum was probably one of the best things that happened to me. Leckler originally went to A&M hoping to play quarterback for head coach R.C. Slocum. Leckler suffered an injury early in his college career, and later, Coach Slocum told Leckler that he wasn't going to play quarterback, but Slocum added that he thought Leckler could end up punting for a long time if he wanted to. You can hear more about that meaning in the 2020-2021 induction class episode of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast. We all know how Shane Leckler's punting story turns out. He put together one of the greatest punting careers in NFL history. That's a fantastic ending to that story. The backstory is that moving from the quarterback position to being a punter was a difficult adjustment on many levels. Leckler talked about the adversity brought on by the change. It was hard because, you know, like just like you said, you know, coming from a small town, playing every snap of the game, and kind of getting labeled as, you know, just being the punter, I kind of felt like I let my hometown down, you know? Like, you know, the product they put out wasn't good enough to play college quarterback. Now, was it probably the best decision I've ever made in my life, other than my wife and kids? I would say, yes, that's my best, that's the best decision I've ever made. And, you know, an RC helped me make that decision. But um, at the time when it happened, I kind of did feel like I let everybody down that had helped me along the way. So when you put yourself in young Shane Leckler's shoes for a minute, he was a star player coming from a high school where he played 60 minutes per game with the potential to affect the game on practically every single play. Now as a punter, he's only able to affect a handful of plays per game. That's a huge adjustment for a college football player to make. Not everybody placed in that position is going to be able to adjust to it, and some kids might either transfer or even quit under those circumstances. Shane Leckler, however, had the grit and determination to make the best of the situation. The result was one of the greatest punting careers in NFL history. An inspiring aspect of Leckler's story to keep in mind is that it was a difficult decision to make, and he didn't know how things would turn out at the time he made that decision. To fully focus on his punting skills... Leckler tells us that he started to gauge what the future might hold right around his junior year at A&M. 
I guess it was probably going into my junior year whenever I said, all right, let's take this pretty serious and let's see where it could take me. Because I guess during my junior year, during the season is when I kind of started watching the NFL guys and seeing how far they were kicking and seeing their hang time, seeing their get-off times, trying to start comparing myself to them and where I fit in in the group and how this is going to work and if I have a chance. And I think once I realized that, you know what, I got a chance to do this, then I kind of buckled down and took it a lot more serious than I was previous. When we return, we'll hear more about Shane Leckler's time at Texas A&M and about his extraordinary NFL career on In the Locker Room with Shane Leckler on the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast, presented by the Hampton Inn Waco. Hi guys, this is the Rocket, Roger Clemens, and you're listening to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast. When you come to Waco, be sure to stay at the Hampton Inn Waco, located just a short distance from the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. You'll start your day off with a delicious complimentary breakfast, and you'll enjoy the Hampton Inn Waco's free Wi-Fi, fitness center, and pool. Next time you bring your team to Waco, make the Hampton Inn Waco your home court on the road. Welcome back to In the Locker Room with Shane Leckler on the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast, presented by the Hampton Inn Waco. As mentioned before, Leckler played at Texas A&M under legendary head coach R.C. Slocum. He continues to hold Coach Slocum in high regard. One thing I really liked about Coach was the respect. If you're going to go out and act like a child, you get treated like a child. You go out and act like you're responsible, like you're supposed to, and you get treated that way. He had a way to work with everybody, and he definitely had my respect, and I think by the end of it, I gained his, and then we've had a friendship ever since. For 18 years in the NFL, that week before the opener, I would always get a phone call from Coach. And, you know, we'd talk, just talk about some of the good times that we had and, you know, winning the Big 12 championship against Kansas State, talking about some of the big games, big moments we had, you know, the way he handled uh, the 98 bonfire when it fell, you know, I was a team captain at that time. And when the bonfire fell, the way we handled that around campus, around town, you know, not only within our football team, but with the entire students, you know, at A&M, how all that was handled by him was just nothing but class and how how you would hope somebody handles it, but to watch them actually do it the way it's supposed to be done is, is pretty cool. You can learn more about Coach Slocum in the R.C. Slocum episode of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast, which is episode number 15. At the time Leckler played at A&M for R.C. Slocum, the tradition of Texas A&M playing Texas at the end of the season was still one of the great annual rivalries in college football. Leckler says he hopes that game gets brought back as soon as possible, as the rivalry was a great part of the Lone Star State's football culture. Generations of people are missing out on the Texas Texas A&M game. I mean, it, it needs to be back. It has to be back. I don't understand why it's not back. That's probably one of the most classic rivalries in sports, I think. If you look back to when everybody was in elementary and you went to recess, that's how recess football teams were divided. Are you Aggie or Longhorn? There was no pick teams. Just pick which college you would want to go to and play for, and that's how the teams were divided. I think 
you know, I, I almost feel bad. My kids, you know, not having to getting to witness this and having the Aggie bonfire and then having to go into Austin and play those guys up there or having them come to College Station and play us in a night game. I mean, on Thanksgiving, I wish that game would be back. I really do. Texas A&M defeated Texas in Leckler's senior season. Leckler later was a fifth-round draft choice for the Oakland Raiders in the 2000 NFL Draft. He proved an immediate success and was named All-Pro as a rookie, punting for a team that made it all the way to the AFC Championship game. The Raiders own a great history of punters, including another punter who also put together one of the greatest punting careers in league history, Ray Guy. Turns out that Shane Leckler had a long history with Ray Guy, dating back to Leckler's days at East Bernard High School. I knew Ray from back when I was in high school. I worked a few of his camps up in Dallas. They reached out. He has a kicking academy, a Ray Guy kicking academy. It's run by Rick Sang. And, you know, Rick called, and I went and worked a couple of camps with Ray. So I, I knew Ray, but, I mean, at that point in time, I had no idea I was going to the Raiders. I mean, this is when I was in high school. In 2002, the Oakland Raiders won the AFC Championship game over the Tennessee Titans. That placed the team in Super Bowl 37 in Leckler's third year in the pros. The scheduling of that particular Super Bowl was different than in most years. The Raiders beat the Titans on January 19th of 2003 and lined up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers only one week later on January 26th in the Super Bowl. I think it was the last year where the Super Bowl was actually the next weekend after the AFC Championship game. We won the AFC Championship game at home. As soon as the game was over, there was like no celebration, nothing. We went right in the locker room. Everybody, you know, shower changed and had to go back to the team hotel. And uh, you just won the AFC Championship game. Now you got to decide how many tickets you want for the game. Hey, guys, go home and pack. We're leaving San Diego tomorrow. As Leckler pointed out, that was the last time that the Super Bowl was played with only a one-week break for the teams. That has happened only a handful of times in NFL history, starting with Super Bowl IV was the first year with a one-week break between championship games and the Super Bowl. And it has been fewer than 10 times that there hasn't been a two-week break between the championships and the Super Bowl. By the time Leckler played in his only Super Bowl appearance, he was already regarded as one of the best punters, if not the best punter, in the NFL. Over his career, he booted several punts over 70 yards and even had a punt recorded as an 80-yard kick in 2011. Leckler also drew back on his quarterbacking skills during that 2011 NFL season. He threw a 35-yard touchdown pass to tight end Kevin Boss on a fake field goal against the Cleveland Browns. It was a look that we were looking for. We'd seen it all week in watching film. You know, like, hey, if they give us this look, we have a chance at this. And the awesome thing about it is the look they gave us in the situation where we threw the touchdown pass was actually better than the look that we thought we were going to get. It's just the way they set up, and um, and we knew it was going to be there. It was just a matter of if I could throw it, he could catch it. And, yeah, it worked out just right. I think every NFL team that has a punter that can throw, they have four or five fakes that they work on all year. You just never know when or what team is going to give you the look for it to work. Because if you're going to run a fake field goal or a fake punt with a punter throwing it to probably a guy that's not a wide receiver starter or a tight end starter, 
this has got to be, you know, 90% chance this makes. Because if not, you would might as well leave your starting quarterback out there with your starting offense and just go for it. So everybody has those plays. It's just got to have to be a very, very high percentage success, if you call it. Before the 2013 NFL season, Leckler signed a contract with the Houston Texans after 13 years with the Raiders. He said it was great to return to his roots in the Houston area. Getting to come home, man, it was awesome because my kids were getting older and I was having to move them back and forth, you know, schools to California to Texas. Every Christmas break, we would move back and forth. And it was time for that to stop. And getting to come here and play for Gary Kubiak and Bob McNair here at home. I had known Kubiak since college, so it was an easy fit for me. I felt like I knew a lot of people on that staff. I knew some of the guys on the team, you know, with J.J. and Cushing and, and Jonathan Joseph and a bunch of those guys. It was a very easy locker room to get adjusted to and to walk into, especially with this being my hometown here in Houston. Leckler added that changing teams can have a lot of benefits for players and a new challenge can make players even better. I talked to J.J. the other day, uh, you know, now that he's in Arizona, and sometimes when you're with an organization for so long, even if you're playing well and everything is great, it just challenges you again to move to another organization, to go in and prove yourself all over again, which makes you a better player, I think. Shane Lackler was inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame in August of 2021. Leckler talks about what being a member of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame means to him. It's a heck of an honor. Whenever you go in there and you're sitting up there with the people that I was up there on stage with, like Derek Johnson, I played against, you know, many times when he was at Kansas City, I was in Oakland. And, you, I mean, there's all the backgrounds and what people have gone through and, and to hear everybody's individual story. I could listen to athletes tell their stories all the time. That's why I love the 30 for 30 and all the stories about athletes on how they made it, what they came from, because everybody came from something different. Not that everybody was the same. There's a different background, a different story to every athlete. And to know that there's that many different paths to get to the top is pretty cool. It's just a matter of if you want to fight through them or not. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame podcast. Presented by the Hampton Inn Waco. Come visit the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. And when you do, book your stay at the Hampton Inn Waco. A touchdown of a hotel.